published the short Abundant Spectrum audiobook to give an overview of the Abundant Spectrum concepts. It's helpful for listeners to experience the audiobook for context before listening to the process series. Welcome to the Abundant Spectrum, The Process, Episode 7, My Path and the Winding Road. I'd like to give a brief history of how my own process has been unfolding thus far. And I do mean thus far, as we continually mention, it is a process, an ongoing process. The sharing of my personal experiences is simply a transparent offering and isn't meant to be viewed as how the process might show up for you. We are all incredibly unique individuals, so it makes sense that the process will be unique to each of us. Yet, our path as humans, our destiny is the same to transmute the fear density, consciously intake and increase the love vibration, and enter a bright new age of humanity. It's always uncomfortable to share about yourself, bear your soul, and be vulnerable. That said, the abundance spectrum is really about embracing fear. An important side note to embracing fear, we use the word embracing rather than fighting because you cannot fight anything. Fighting is a form of resistance, and by resisting, you allow the thing you're fighting to persist. So, embracing is better, even and especially for things that we seem unwilling or unable to embrace. Think core wounds. Before I begin, I must snitch on myself, as I too am absolutely a work in progress. I struggle greatly. I struggle to embrace, own, forgive, and heal my own core wounds. I struggle to remember the bad wolf is a liar. I struggle to stay present and off the bad wolf's fear train. I struggle to keep standing steady and calm in the eye of the shitstorm of life. I struggle to choose grace and ease in every moment. I struggle to lovingly manage my personal and business relationships, especially when they seem to be attacking. And I struggle to hold the light for myself and others in the face of intense and increasing fear vibration. And that's all okay. Because this is our mission, our goal, our required action items to transmute this fear density into the love vibration to embrace this rapid evolutionary process we find ourselves in. Doing our best to consciously embrace our fears and imperfections, and in doing so, fully recognize this is why they call it the struggle of life. It's this knowing, this willingness to embrace, that allows us to consciously shine our own light of awareness onto our uglies, a to-do item that is simply required in these days. You gotta do the work. None of us are perfect, and I'm certainly no exception. The goal here for us all is to do the work, to simply show up and do our best, which I'm attempting to do herein. We don't need to be perfect for that. Showing up as imperfect doesn't make us a hypocrite, it makes us a brave warrior. And if one nugget of my process helps one individual with their process, I will feel this work will have been a great success. I'll start by telling you a bit about me. My name is C.D. Mondo. I've been a serial entrepreneur my entire life, starting my first business when I was 22 years old and often running multiple companies at once since then. 
I've had my A-type personality referred to as ADD, but I always like to look at it as a very diverse set of interests, as it sounds healthier. I was born and raised in Southern California, now residing in the Central Coast of California. My spiritual journey began in earnest over 20 years ago, when I was introduced through my entrepreneurs group to a talented Australian clairaudient. At the time, I had no idea what a clairaudient was. I came to understand it as a person who can not only hear, but clearly communicate with an internal guidance that exists beyond our normal perception. She referred to it as the voice of intuition being delivered by benevolent, angelic beings, spirit guides. Her stunning accuracy in sessions we had together truly lit a fire in my soul. It became abundantly clear to me that there was absolutely something on the other side of that veil. Until that time, I would consider myself a bit of agnostic. Looking back, I was very much what we call lost in form, lost in the doing, lost in the cares of the world, almost totally identified with the mind and the body. While my passion for investigating the mysteries of life, what exists beyond the veil, continued, I maintained my day-to-day seemingly endless doing, running my businesses, raising seven children, and being a husband. However, in between those daily doings, I spent many waking hours dedicated to uncovering the secrets of life, who we are as humans, why are we here, and where are we going? sometimes shouting to the universe, give me some deeper meaning, please. This path took me deep diving into different scientific findings, worldwide prophecies, ancient mythologies, cosmology, cultural belief systems, ancient teachings, mystery schools, Earth's catastrophe cycles, and various religions, to name a few big ones. After years of my own research and study, And with my stated underlying goal to increase my own vibrational frequency, you know, attempting to be a better human being, while not always succeeding at that effort, but continually learning from my mistakes and getting up after each fall. In 2009, I began basically stitching together the abundance spectrum materials, writing on the shoulders of giants to some degree, incorporating concepts of others, and creating my own unique materials and graphic images connecting the dots, so to speak, viewing it all through my own prism and piecing together this work into a somewhat coherent bit of materials over the course of 10 years. In 2019, a close friend of mine told me, after reading the draft materials of the Abundance Spectrum, that it was now time for me to embody the work. In that moment, I was not sure what she meant by that, but looking back now, I understand. Shortly after that embodiment comment, I attended a spiritual retreat in late 2019. My mission was to try to vibrate without the fear frequency, to wake up, to fully embody the abundant spectrum, the present moment, the love vibration only. A tall task indeed, especially being aware that this required the embracing, even the true knowing of the fear density within me. For you cannot get to the love vibration alone without going directly through the fear density. The detailed happenings at the retreat itself is a topic of an entire future episode, but I'll sum it up for now by saying it was extremely difficult and exceedingly supernatural. The divine dichotomy in action. The good wolf and the bad wolf. Noting here, importantly, 
that the shaman who ran the retreat was by no mistake or coincidence an awakened being with a firm understanding, a deep personal knowledge about the good wolf and the bad wolf, the psychic parasite, the malware living stealthily within each of us. After the retreat, I began a guided practice that entailed a deep cleanse, an intense change of diet and juicing regimen, combined with various ingredient enemas. Ultimately, this process did not sit well with my body, or perhaps at a higher level, it was exactly what I needed for my journey, but in any event, I ended up in the ICU with a severe sodium deficiency. This manifests as an almost complete loss of cognitive function and what amounted to a near-death experience. Through the ordeal, I had experienced a mild seizure and I left the hospital needing the use of a cane to walk. Through the always-present divine dichotomy, I was thrust into both a medical recovery and an intense spiritual evolution. For a lack of a better way to put it, I felt I was moved into the vibration of dark fear. In this dichotomy, the medical community can explain how the sodium deficiency created a dewiring of sorts of my mental and physical body, and yet, from a spiritual perspective, I had a deep knowing this process was in fact the embodiment of my work with the abundant spectrum, all about personal growth. As such, the process required the experiencing of dark fear and the upfront and personal day-to-day need to embrace this fear density, to be with it in order to have it effervesce out of the body and the mind. It also delivered a much-needed empathy for those that feel anxiety and fear on a daily basis, something I hadn't experienced before. Continually reminding myself that the destination of this process, the goal, is moving into, eventually all the way into, the love vibration, from dark fear to bright love deeply living, embodying, and experiencing this ongoing journey. For me, the process felt as if I'd been brought to step one of dark fear and been slowly moving through the steps, releasing the fear density one core wound at a time in a slow, consistent, yet winding path toward the good wolf, toward the bright love. I don't believe I could have managed this process on my own, and the point is, I believe we don't need to be alone on this journey. And in fact, we should not be alone on the journey. I believe we all have these guardian angels, both in the higher realms and in this realm. Throughout my process, I have been delivered a series of 3D guardian angels, human beings on planet Earth, whose lives have intersected mine just at the right time, sometimes briefly and sometimes long-lasting. These guardian angels are critical to our ongoing process. For me, it's as if without these interactions, these purposeful connections, I couldn't have made it to where I am today. I believe this is how it works for everyone. All of our encounters, loving or painful, are all divine and had an important hand in bringing us to where we are today. One of my 3D angels was with me through my hospital stay and beyond as she simultaneously and lovingly supported my medical healing and my spiritual growth. Through her committed support, she introduced me to a spiritual healer that began what was the next critical step in my path, my process. In perfect alignment with my work on the abundant spectrum and the seeming requirement to embody said work, 
I became a client and ultimately a close friend of the Reverend Lawrence Katz. His work supports and assists the global transition from mind-centered consciousness to heart-based consciousness, from caterpillar to butterfly. His unique healing practice has earned him the revered title, The Healer of Healers. People have come from all over the world to experience his powerful guided self-healing sessions, which combine the power of sound, light, aroma, sacred geometry, and the crystal copper grid chamber, all facilitating self-healing through the power of your own divinity. This guided self-healing was, for me, a very important catalyst for moving my process forward and helped facilitate me doing the work. While The Abundance Spectrum was written before I met the Reverend Katz, the process materials in this podcast were in a large way shaped by our ongoing friendship and the deep sharing of both of our individual processes over the past couple years, as even the healer of healers is going through the process, just like you and I. This doing the work led me to the clear need of making peace with the past and forgiving myself, people, places, and things, not the least of which was reconciling with a soulmate, my former wife, and the mother of my children. Within this mutual forgiveness, I found that forgiving is truly healing, and letting go of past core wounds is, in essence, the deepest part of the process. In fact, it's required to unstick and allow the release of the fear density. With that letting go and forgiving, I was able to emotionally move forward. They say if you want rapid spiritual growth, get into a relationship. I couldn't agree more. I have since been blessed by a series of brief but powerful relationships with beautiful females, relationships that have delivered a new understanding of who I am, providing a window into and an uncovering of my core wounds. This has helped me tremendously, giving me the strength and courage to embrace, heal, and release many layers of my core wounds. The point is, our destination, it seems, is not a straight line from point A to point B, but a winding road. Through non-resisting and allowing life and relationships to flow both in and away, without judgment, blame, or shame, we find Spirit is delivering us what we need in the moment, if we can only trust. The Japanese have a saying for this, that the tender reed sways gently in the rushing stream, and the rigid reed snaps. Because of the intensity of our core wounds, and the process we are all going through now, causing the release of the fear density from our bodies and our minds, it is very helpful to have an aware, grounded human being in your life that you can call on, a lifeline, even if it's just to breathe deeply together to come back to presence. It doesn't need to be a top spiritual leader or renowned guru, simply someone you know and trust who is also engaged and aware of the process, reminding each other, as each of us forgets from time to time, that you are in a process, you are a divine being having a human experience that the bad wolf is a liar and not who you are. Keep reminding each other to come home to these truths. Remember, the size of the blessing is equal to the size of the battle. 
as we move into the union of the divine mind and the thinking mind, bringing the bad wolf under the control of the absolute you, well healed on one side of your throne, with the good wolf, the absolute you, firmly driving your vessel, your four aspects are smoothly blended together, heart, mind, body, and soul. This is achieved over time through the lessening of your identification with form, your mind, your body, the 3D world, in favor of your recognition of the truth, who you truly are, your own internal divine providence, your I am presence, allowing the absolute you to flow through. Thank you for tuning in to the Abundant Spectrum and for tuning in to the Absolute You. Copyright 2009-2020. Abundant Spectrum, LLC. All rights reserved.